0: Welcome to the Third Row Tesla Podcast. My name is Safian Frival. This is our 12th episode of the Tesla Podcast, the Third Row Tesla Podcast. And we have a very special guest today. Uh, I'm going to introduce our crew. So today we have our, actually, we got a full crew today. So we've got uh, Galileo Russell from HyperChange. Yo. We got Kristen K10 on Twitter. Hi. And then we got Viv.
1: Hey.
0: And then we got Vincent Yu. Hi. And then we got (laughs) Omar Kazi. Boom. And then we've got our special guest. We've got Frank Puppy himself, Earl Banning. How you doing, Earl?
2: Oh, I'm doing great. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me on.
0: That's uh, a pleasure. Yeah, we're so happy you could join us as well. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about uh, a little bit about the the truths about Tesla uh, with a focus on safety. And then, all, of course, Earl, we're going to f- find out a little bit about him and his background and how he got into Tesla.
2: Yeah, I mean, probably like everybody else, just kind of caught in the news a little bit over time. You know, this Elon Musk story, the Model S, all that stuff. But cars that you think you would never own, just, you know, high prices and really neat. Maybe I could get that someday. Um, But really got excited as they started to ramp up towards the Model 3, like a lot of people. All right, I'll put a down payment on that. And uh, in the meantime, I test drove a Model X in New Jersey. I signed up, you know, and uh, I was I was traveling, stopped through, and it was the first time I ever was in a Tesla and drove it. And oh man, I, I must have talked about it for three months straight, just about what a great experience it was, the big windshield, I tried autopilot, the doors, the whole thing. So I was really hooked at that point. And then I was just uh, waiting, putting my down payment down and had to hope that they would actually make this car because you know it wasn't sure at the time if everything would go as planned. It was a big deal for them to kind of make this Model 3. So that was the start of it at least. Um, but it was around that time that I also bought stock so I started to really follow the company back in 16. Good time to buy. <laughs> so not the best time, but you know, looking back now, pretty good. So I started to follow the company a lot more. And then like everybody else, by uh, May of 18, I'd started a Twitter account just so I could stalk Elon and see what was going on because he would occasionally drop information on Twitter. So I needed to have that. And yeah, so that was kind of the start at least of Tesla and then getting on to Twitter as well.
0: Awesome. So did you reserve a Model 3 uh, the very first moment it got announced? Or? Yeah,
2: before it rolled out. I Awesome. Like, I... Assumed I'd like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we all did.
2: Yeah, like I'll oh, probably like that. I'll put some money down. So I I didn't tell my wife though.
3: <laughs> you didn't?
2: <it? laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I, I waited probably like a year and then I started to drop hints that maybe I'd want to get a model three. <laughs> it didn't go well.
0: You're like, maybe can I keep my reservation and turn it into a real car? <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> But I wore her down over time, and uh, finally she said, uh, "Okay, fine. You know, you can get your stupid Tesla. Just get black." So I have a black Tesla.
0: (laughs) But but wait a second. So first of all, she didn't. Well, you weren't sure she wanted you to get a Tesla, but now she's taken the Tesla. Right? It's
2: really come a long way. So she she drove it in the in the beginning when the three first came out and I got it. There weren't many around. She took it out once or twice. I still have a nice picture of her driving out. I was filming her and she was like flipping me the finger just, you know, because I was being irritating. But when, when you would take the car out at that time, people would stop you. They would ask things like, what is that? How do you charge it? And she didn't know anything about the car. So she would just like, well, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Leave me alone. So...
0: She's like, I'll call, I'll call uh, Earl. Here, you can speak to him.
2: Right. So she had all these like crazy Tesla fans and just curious people asking about the car. So she didn't drive it for a while. And then a couple times I, on the weekends, I had the car blocking the driveway. So she had to take it. She was going places. Then it became a regular weekend car. And now that I'm away, forget about it. I mean she texts me all the time, like <laughs> I, I can't drive my stupid car anymore and uh, you know, I'm gonna need to get a Tesla, so <laughs> but we'll see. I don't know what I'm gonna do about that dilemma, but that's a good problem to have, I guess. But she really likes it. She renamed it, everything.
4: What'd it's she name really it? Not <laughs>
2: It's it's called Lindsay's buddy. Oh, <laughs> so it's not, not your proper. car anymore. It is not my car. It's anymore Lindsay's at all. buddy. Uh, it's <laughs> Lindsay's buddy. She took it down to get hardware three in it, you know. So I, I haven't even seen that. Wow.
0: <laughs> so that means you got full self driving and uh, uh, the full package and everything, right?
2: Yeah, I, uh, I I needed my car to do all this stuff. That's just the way it is.
0: <laughs> so, so thinking about like the safety aspect and, you know, you have, you have two girls, right? You have two yeah. kids. So yep. like your wife taking the car and taking the kids out and going places. I mean, to me that, that, that's one of the major motivators, like why I would be really happy with my wife taking my car, right? <laughs> Actually it happened yeah. to me. I get, I had an S and then I got a three. The three was going to be for, for Shelly but she loves the s so much she just kept it and so i was like that's fine they're both extremely safe you know so, so i think when uh, when our family members are driving our cars and passengers it's it's what we want you know yeah
2: be. i feel better when i'm driving the car um with my family in it because i use you know autopilot and um i just feel like it's a safer car in general um, And we take long trips sometimes. We still go up to Minnesota where my wife's family's from and we take her SUV because we have the dogs and everything. It's a long drive. I, I, I complain the whole time. She says I'm really elitist because I'm complaining about things like steering and hitting the brakes and, you know, all that stuff. That, you know, well, it's also, also stopping at the gas at
0: the, station. That's got to be pretty <laughs> annoying. Stopping right?
2: at the gas station all the way up at <laughs> cost of fortune. I complain about it. Um, But, You know, you notice you get tired and um, there's just there's there's a lot that goes on hours and hours of driving that uh, you just don't have in the Tesla. So I feel like even with the safety functions on, I'm more aware, I'm more aware of what's going on. I'm more relaxed. I'm not, you know, stressed out and tired. So, you know, I think it's it's a much safer experience.
0: Yeah, I think Viv uh, made a great video about the safety uh, a little while ago. And yeah, Viv, how did you make that video? What what sort of stuff did you use to like, tell us a little bit about it.
1: Well, I just used like the the crash test footage from like various crash agencies, like test agencies and uh, just put it together. Like the original idea was like to kind of just put them all together so I could share it on Twitter um, and not share like six different videos. But then I was like, "Mm, maybe, you know, this is one major selling point. This is why people get a Tesla because it's safe. So why not make it into an ad so yeah, and then I kind of thought, well, it's not just the hardware that's safe it's also the software like autopilot is makes driving so much safer that yeah it's like really both the hardware the car and autopilot that makes the Tesla such a safe experience and uh, yeah I turned that <laughs> into this little video which in hindsight is kind of like it, it could have been better <laughs> but yeah no. no it was amazing. That's, yeah,
0: especially when Elon retweets it and then millions of people see it. So it's it's awesome. Yeah, that
1: was really cool
3: And it's kind of interesting when you look at um The beginning the early model s videos The first thing they were talking about was safety when they unveiled the car Every car unveiled the first thing they were talking about is safety And you don't traditionally think about that as a selling point. It's not really You know sexy something that you use to sell cars or it it wasn't traditionally before but Tesla really embraced that and made that a selling point in a way that few other cars have.
5: I remember reading this Morgan Stanley report that said that they were talking about Tesla and it said that safety was like the number one reason people buy cars or that's like the number one factor people look at. And I had I had never thought of that before. So I don't know if that's actually legit or not. But I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, wow, OK, it kind of makes sense. Why? Because even in the Model 3 unveiling, like you were saying, Omar, they also started with like. We the first thing we decided is how can we make this the safest car possible for you and your family?
3: Yeah And and it's really interesting because you don't see it Pushed as a selling point you don't see safety really being advanced in radical ways even though It's actually the number one thing people care about is am I and my loved ones safe? and There's, you know, there's two really important aspects to it that Viv hinted at. There's the actual hardware that's safer because on an electric vehicle you don't have an engine. So instead of a big metal engine that's going to get pushed into the cabin in a crash and potentially injure you, you have essentially a giant trampoline which is just going to take the force and just absorb all the impulse. And really protect you from a crash. And that's why you see so many people walk out of crazy crashes just unscathed. And then the other aspect of it is the active safety features. Things like autopilot, but even automatic emergency braking, uh, that tree that fell. And, you know, the Model X just stopped. These are all autopilot-derived features. So they really took the hardware and the software and you've seen attacks on both sides people attacking the hardware people attacking the software um but it's amazing because they're just so far ahead of everybody else when it comes to safety i think and that's probably why they're getting attacked
4: yeah i was on the site and i was reading that the model s x and three achieved the lowest probability of injury for the vehicle tested for all the vehicles tested by the u.s government new car assessment program But it said the battery rigidity of the floor is probably a big plus for why the cars are so strong because most cars don't have that strong, rigid floor.
0: Yeah, not just rigidity, but the the low center of gravity, the weight reduces the the possibility of rollover as well. So with all Tesla vehicles.
3: Yeah, like have you guys seen that video where they try and roll over a Model X? They're just like... (laughs) So heavy. Yeah, it's just impossible because they've got this you know, having a big battery in the floor is actually a great structural element. It keeps the uh, the body rigid. If there's a side impact, that battery really helps you uh, keep the body intact instead of, you know, you saw that video of like a Lexus where it just completely dents into the car. That doesn't happen with a Tesla. Uh, no rollover, you know, large crumple zones um, in terms of the hardware, just miles ahead of anybody else. And that's why you see five-star safety ratings everywhere.
1: There was like actually this this Model X accident where the Model X was torn in half and the driver just had like a minor injury to his leg. So that was all, like he just pretty much walked away and the car was literally into pieces. <laughs> like, it's amazing.
6: Yeah, I think Omar make a really good point about Tesla. Like All the EVs doesn't have the um, engine so we have all the batteries just laying flat at the bottom. So the weight distribution is really good. It's like so balanced, balancing out. So get you like a really good handling. Yeah, I think that plays a.
0: And also, another thing about the Frunk is we uh, can do Frunk Puppy with it, right? <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's a it, well actually maybe you should need to clarify about Frunk Puppy because some people might get the wrong idea
2: oh yeah I, I've, I've had that come up too so um, <laughs> you know Frunk puppy's pretty pretty clear and I have a, a video I share on my Twitter sometimes yeah maybe I'll play kind it, it, worked it, worked. it in our podcast yeah okay that would be awesome Sure. They did a great job, unscripted, for real. They, uh, <laughs> my daughter just went off about ice cars. It was pretty great.
1: Every Friday, um, you would stick your dog
6: in a frunk, but it can't be a gas car because if you stick your dog in a gas car, that doesn't make sense.
2: Like, um, I guess she hears me complain, but um, you know, all you need to do is is uh, take your your dog, put it in the frunk, take a picture post it with hashtag French Frunk Puppy but Friday. But not while you're that's, driving, that's everybody,
0: a, okay? Parked.
2: Well, you know, I, I have gotten messages like that, so I'll post a picture, <laughs> and then I've, I I should have saved these tweets at something like, you know, you monster, what kind of person puts dogs in their frunk and drags around? <laughs> like, you're really grossly missing yeah, that would be very sad. of what you're supposed <laughs> to <bad>. do. would <laughs> be totally different. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, but we also have uh, you know, not all, not all dogs want to get in the trunk. So if they're just near a Tesla, in a Tesla, by a Tesla, even an EV, any EV, we'll we'll count those two and vote on them. But or, or other animals too, cats
0: and lizards yeah, and all sorts of crazy there's stuff. There's been cats. <laughs> I put my cat in a box in the trunk. Then it was yep. happy. <laughs> yeah,
6: there's they been
2: like a boxes. calf in there. There's been.
3: Uh... <laughs> so we got we got Rivian's got a good trunk, right? Does yeah. uh. Does the Taycan have a frunk?
2: A little one. I can't tell from the pictures how shallow it is. Yeah,
3: might not be dog sized.
2: (laughs) Yeah. What about the Atron?
3: Does that one have a frunk? No?
2: I don't think it does.
3: Yeah, um, always a bummer when they don't have a frunk. It's like, come on. I know, it's pretty simple. Just missed out on a huge marketing opportunity.
5: Bolt does, Galley? the bolt doesn't i saw the 2020 oh, bolt, bolt in austin and they had like all these tubes and wires in the front i have a video uh, about rough. it too but i was like no Frank, what
3: <laughs> i mean that's just the thing about design when you've been putting a bunch of junk under the hood for you know 100 years you make an ev what do you do you put a bunch of tubes and under the hood yeah you know like inertia <laughs>
0: But the great thing about the frunk, too, is that it acts as that, this massive crumple zone, right? Because if like you were saying, Omar, you don't have that big engine block. So it can be designed to compress and take all the energy, just like you said, Viv, when the whole front end was missing on that Model X. Well, that's where the energy went into this massive crumple zone, which is you know, perfect for when you're driving. And then when it's not in use, you can use it for your puppies.
1: That's true. <laughs> Have we actually seen exactly. the, the Cybertruck's frunk yet? I don't think we've seen pictures of it, right?
2: No, there's a, there's one little picture that they put up like during the review. Oh yeah, in like uh, the little corner. It yeah, it's like blurry, and um, <laughs> it seems like it would be pretty big though. Like seeing that thing in in person, there's a lot of area there. But yeah, we'll see.
0: Gotta have somewhere to put your puppies.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. You can put oh, them, in, you the, what put them those? in the bed. They have the side openings, too, in the bag. There's places all over the place. Yeah, all the right. bed, too. There'll be puppy heads sticking but. out everywhere, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so let's see. I'm just kind of curious, uh, what other things do you tend to share about Tussle on a daily basis that, you know, maybe people say things and you clarify? I saw a YouTube comment the other day about um, – that EVs weren't as green as um, as a gas car or worse. They're worse than a gas car. So it's clarifying <laughs> that. You know, just take some time. I mean, all these these things out there. So I don't know, stuff like that.
2: Yeah, that's a great example. I think one I hear pretty frequently, even in, in, in person, is uh, people ask, they ask about how you charge it. And then the next question is, how often do you replace the batteries? Yeah. <laughs> like like it runs out of batteries in a couple days or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they don't understand when you say, well, you know, actually don't even think about. It. That's not a thing. You know, I mean, I guess eventually maybe you might, but it's not really – It'd be like asking how often you change the engine in your car. Like, yeah, eventually, maybe, but.
4: Someone was just asking me. They said they said so. When it runs out of battery, do you put the gas in now? And I'm like, no, it's just battery. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean that's a really funny one. That the battery is going to wear out and you're gonna have to pay like $10,000 or something for a new yeah. battery. That's like, you know, people will say, you'd say, oh, you know, you save a lot of money not buying gas. And sometimes we hear people say something like that. Oh, well, when you have to replace the battery. And it's like, no, the batteries in the cars right now last for 500,000 miles, at least 300,000 miles. I mean, I'm at 52,000 miles in my car right now. It's maybe, you know, lost three miles of range since I got it. You know, the battery is very good. It's not, you know, it's never been an issue where, you know, I can't make a trip I used to make or something like that.
0: And Tesla warranty the levels of the battery too, right? For over a certain period of time, they guarantee that it'll be, I think at least 85% over yeah. after a hundred, I think it's like
3: 120,000 miles or exactly. something. So yeah, yeah. that's a th- that's the other thing is like, if your battery has a problem and is degrading really fast, They'll give you a new battery, <laughs> you know, so it's kind of ideal. And the new batteries that they're working on are going to be certified for over a million miles.
0: Robotaxi miles.
3: And the interesting thing is there was this video of Jeff Don talking that leaked. I don't know if you saw this, Gally. Did you get a get, chance to watch this before it got set to private? No,
5: a bunch of people were telling me about it. And then it <laughs> got, and then they're like, it got taken down. Which I'm like, damn, must have been juicy. Like.
3: One of the interesting things that Don was talking about in this video is he said, hey, you know, you can just put these additives in the electrolyte of the battery and the battery won't degrade as fast or not at all. So, he's like, well, what what do you add in to the electrolyte? Well, you basically have to test everything. And that's what don's lab has been doing is they've been taking these batteries and basically testing all these electrolyte additives and then it's like oh just put a little bit of you know manganese or you know it's not manganese but something like that (laughs) in the battery (laughs) and it'll just last for a million miles no new chemistry no you know dry electrode needed just put some stuff in the electrolyte in the existing lines coca-cola so I think in Battery Day we could maybe hear something that's like yeah, you know, these batteries we've been making they're a million mile batteries even with the old chemistry. So yeah, I think that's that's a really funny kind of thing. Like most people are not going to ever change their battery for the life of their car. The car will die before the battery.
4: That's a very biological thing. How our cells change out the electrolytes. That makes sense.
2: Well, I was just going to say that I think this, most people's experience with batteries, so you get your phone, right, and it degrades over time. But people don't understand battery conditioning. That that's part of the Tesla battery. It's, right. um, you know, just not the cooling. that way. But, yeah, and some other EVs have kind of skipped that step. I know that was an issue with the Leaf. They were losing a lot of range quick, but I've never owned one, but. Anyway, so that, that's one question. People ask if you can put it in the car wash. I don't know if anybody's gotten that too. Like they think you can't get it wet, which is, would be really inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, because people think, oh, it's an electric vehicle. Electricity and water don't mix. Therefore, I can't take it out in the rain. It's,
0: it's like, okay. ah,
3: no. Yeah. It's actually, you can use it as a boat.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, we saw some videos going through some floods and stuff. That was cool. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Cost is a big one, too, about, oh, you plug it in a home. You, you talk about that convenience and they say, oh, I bet your electric bill is tripled. You know, that? Uh, uh, no, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's 10 cents a kilowatt. I'm okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, plus the, the cost of electricity is way less than the cost of gas, you know, per mile yeah. If you effectively. It, it cost me about three cents per mile uh, to drive my car with the fuel cost, right? You don't factor in. Mm-hmm. You know, all the other expenses like the car payment insurance. But if you do look at it over the long term, it's way cheaper. So, I mean, yeah, so many pluses there.
3: Yeah, and the other thing people say is, oh, uh, all my electricity is coming from coal.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, this is
3: a gas thing. car is actually cleaner. Well, no, your gas car is blowing the emissions into literally your your kid's face, you know, because like kids are shorter that's literally kind of like where they're standing, the cars blowing exhaust into their
0: face. Especially those school buses with the diesel mm. you know, e- engines and the, the kids are waiting for the bus and then the diesel yeah. bus, buses are coming out. Oh, it's, it's horrible.
3: If EVs just took the emissions out from blowing into your kid's face and moved it to a factory far away, that alone would be an improvement. But because EVs have regenerative braking, this is what people don't understand. EVs aren't cleaner because there's no emissions. They're cleaner and more efficient because they use regenerative braking. When you slow down, they recollect the energy that you spent to speed up and they put it back into the battery. So, Bloomberg found that, you know, even if your electricity is 100% coal-powered, which by the way, nobody's electricity is 100% coal powered anymore. It's all very low emissions like here in California, more than 50% renewable.
5: Yeah. And the rate of coal is like, like just the the grid's changing so quickly that like the the percentage of the grid that's coal is just kind of like steadily in decline too, which nobody seems to care about. But
3: (laughs) yeah, that's a great thing. And, you know, one day they'll, the grid will be 100% renewable and you're, 2018 Model 3 can then also be 100% renewable plus you know you get solar panels for 50 bucks a month from Tesla includes installation that's another option too
0: yeah th- i think the lease is like $65 a month the smallest one which i've actually got on my rental property and that supplements the electricity for them and it's way cheaper cuz now their their tier that they go in the regular electricity level that they get from the grid is way lower so the overall bill is, is ridiculous but there's two other points i wanted to mention about the you know the getting electricity using electricity as a fuel is uh the efficiency of the the battery compared to a gas car the gas car is like i forgot the number but it's, it's probably like at least twice as um inefficient right so if you go the same distance the amount of energy you use is way more from from the fuel source and the, pollute, the pollutants a lot more so even if you're powering off coal 100 percent you're still going to be like on par with a gas car after like two and a half years. I think Sam I am or Tesla Sam or whatever his name is on Twitter made that video um, saying, yeah, it's like two and a half to three years, even if you were powered by coal with a gas car, uh, with with, a, with an electric car. And then everything after that is, you know, you're cleaner, tons less um, carbon emissions per year.
2: I love to yeah. think about the opposite sometimes, too. Like if we if we had all EVs and then we had this new car that came out that blew poison in your kid's face, it would just really it would seem like a pretty big jerk. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, oh, don't stand too close. It's it will kill you. right? <laughs> don't park it in your garage with the door shut.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like we've we've learned to just accept this the way uh, that it is. And it's the norm is. Uh, yeah, it's killing us.
2: Yeah. It's just fine. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, school buses are a really good example too. They did a lot of testing in the buses and showed that they're, if they're not great, um, I'll, I'll post that on Twitter later, but, um, yeah, they're they're There's they're It's not great to have your kids in or around buses, but we just seem to accept this.
4: And then we're parked in traffic in our air that comes in fresh is right at the tailpipe. It just, we suck it right in unless it's recirculated.
2: For the person behind you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah, screw them. <laughs> oh, one of the safety aspects that I thought of, and especially just being at the track recently, is how fast the traction control responds to an electric motor. So compared to a gas car, the gas car is so slow to to do one cycle, combustion cycle. It's like hundreds of milliseconds to to respond to a traction control response. So once you start losing traction, it's, you know, you got all this delay involved. Whereas with an a electric car, it's like, you know, less than 10 milliseconds, probably like two to five milliseconds where the electric motor can respond. So you don't even feel the car sliding, but when it does, it can actually, it can pick it up really fast. Like, like I did on my, I, I was live streaming from the track and it was fully sideways, you know, it just, just does exactly what you want. It's amazing. Have you guys experienced that when you're, you lose some control and the traction control is just incredible?
3: Oh, yeah, it's just amazing what this system can do. Just how fast, like sometimes I don't even know what's happening. Like I'm just driving on the highway really fast and I go over some water or something and you just feel like the brakes go like doo, 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 or something. And you're like, I don't even know what happened, but I was like about to spin out of my lane and the car just kept me in my lane. You know, it's really underappreciated, actually. Totally.
4: Yeah, yeah hydroplane. Maybe you guys need sure. to
0: go to the track and experience. Sorry,
3: yeah, we do. Ahead.
4: We definitely need to go to
2: the track.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Earl, you said you had you have a, a, one of Elon's tweets on your mug or something? <laughs> yeah, right? I
2: got that one where he said he missed me. And, oh, uh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> oh. Is a, that still
0: your title, saying Elon misses missed me or something? Missed by I Elon? I think I
2: took that off there. But, yeah, I was one of the front puppy board member, um Space Penguin, or I forget her <laughs> name, but uh, Space Danny, Space, Exhausted Space Danny, yeah, sent me that mug, which was really nice. But um, yeah, that that was definitely my favorite tweet. So I'm glad it's on a mug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's cool. I got to get one of those one day. Yeah, Viv, you got so many like tweets. So what w- what would you put on your mug?
2: <laughs> oh, it's endless. There's so many.
0: <laughs> you just need like ten mugs or something.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean come on, it has to be the okay short tweet where he (laughs) invited us.
0: (laughs) Nice sweet short tweet. It can't be anything else
1: to be honest. That was that was the best how many letters? Like six letter tweet that I ever got.
0: That's that's my favorite tweet response to people now when they ask me something. I just like saying okay sure.
3: (laughs) I still can't believe that even (laughs) happened. Did it
0: really though? Was it just simulated?
3: It was so crazy though because we were all preparing for just like asking him personal questions, and we get there and he's just like answering any question. We're like, "Have you started using like cattle and LG chem cells in Gigafengai?" And he's like, oh, no." It's like seriously, should have asked, should have like thought of better questions to ask him.
0: No, I think <laughs> I think we did great, and it's not going to be our last chance. So I, th- I think that, uh, yeah,
3: yeah, and. Oh,
2: juicy. (laughs) (laughs) I had a thought about safety when you were talking about the track, Um, the uh, acceleration. So I had an incident with my car pulled out and somebody ran a red light. And so I, you know, stepped on it, got out of the way, no problem. I want to happen with my Prius a couple of years ago because it takes it a little while to get going. Um, but yeah, I don't think I would have gotten it in an accident, but it's definitely a feature that, uh, is helpful to have when you need it, that instant acceleration rather than that, you know, car's got to get ready and cause an explosion or whatever it does to move forward. So yeah, I hate driving an ice vehicle.
3: <laughs> it's funny. Elon actually mentioned this as a selling point when he unveiled the Model S, he was like, you can get out of the way of the accident really quickly. <laughs> I think they kind of moved away from that selling point over time because like, I mean, the, if you think about it, the acceleration is like the most dangerous thing about a Tesla is <laughs> how fast you can go. But the really cool thing is that you don't see in other cars is you've you've got speed limit mode and you've got valet mode and you've got obstacle-aware acceleration and these features. So chill mode as well. True. And you can, uh, you can set you know, you're, I don't have a son, but if you had a kid and your son is 17 and. He's like, dad, can I borrow your, you know, ludicrous mode model S? You know, (laughs) you're like,
6: all right, Uh, you can, but I'm,
3: you know, where are you going? You're just going around the corner. All right. Well, I'm going to speed limit you to, you know, 50, something like that. And yeah, your kid can't go more than 50. You know, you can do it right from the app.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's, that's not too far in the future when you're, I mean, you will have full self driving and then the car can just drive for your kid. Yeah, they'd be like, "Sorry, yeah, the car's gonna drive you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, you're not allowed to drive. <laughs> well, and you can see yeah. everywhere the
4: car goes too. So if the kid was in the car, you can say, "Oh, where? Why are you over and there?" And <laughs> the speed,
0: yeah, on the app we you can see like the speed, location, everything. What I love also is you can see when they're accelerating and braking. So it shows yeah. you that indicator when someone's actually driving. Have you ever watched the, the app when you're when someone else is driving your car? No. Yeah, you can actually see when they're accelerating and braking. It's really cool.
1: Did you do that when I borrowed your car? Oh,
0: I had that like on a separate screen, full time, like twenty four seven. Yeah, no.
2: (laughs) That was funny though. I don't know. I feel I feel like I speed less, um, even when I had you know crappy Prius, uh, because I'll I'll just put it on autopilot and set it, and um, you know, even if you're just not paying attention in a normal car, it'll speed up a little bit, but.
3: I swear I've never gone the speed limit in my life before I got a Tesla. Now I go the speed limit all the time because, you know, autopilot on surface streets limits you to 5 miles over the speed limit. So that's a big reason to go the speed limit. You know, if if I'm have a choice between, you know, if I'm driving, I'll probably be speeding excessively, but if I'm on autopilot, I'll go, you know, the speed limit or 5 miles over. And I mean in general it just makes a lot more conservative driving choices.
4: No, you can pass people quick. Like you were saying, the torque is amazing. You mm-hmm. don't you don't sit and go, wait a second, do I have to time this? It's so quick. It's nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's such a fluid driving experience. You just, you go, you're flowing. The car naturally is an extension of what you, you're thinking you want it to do. And it's actually you're doing too. it rather than like, a, you know, any other car is sluggish and you just get annoyed.
4: Omar, you've driven a ICE vehicle, I'm assuming, since you've had your Model 3?
3: Only once. And it was like, I almost cried. It was so frustrating. It was was a nice car, too. It was a Mercedes-Benz E-Class. And, man, it was just, you know, the navigation was just a pain in the ass. Just figuring out how to just set the destination to the restaurant. That, like, made me want to cry. And then, you know, just you have to brake all the time. Literally, so much pushing the brake and just going back. It's really, you know, it's like... It's just a frustrating experience, you know?
4: Yeah, so, definitely. It's not you good. Too, Vincent, you too? Like, you had Porsches, right?
6: Yeah, like, when, when I'm driving my wife's um, SUV, like like Omar said, like, when you're punching the address from the tiny little screen, I was like, dude, I, I have to wear glasses, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see it. And with my big finger, like, tapping on the screen, I was like, is this the... The 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 one I want to tell. So like in the Tesla, it's so easy with the voice control. You know, just press and just say it, and it will get you there. It's like so simple. Yeah, my wife can. Yeah, I can't wait for the Model Y. You know, like she's asking yeah. me,
3: "Do you or, have a delivery date, yeah, Vincent?
6: Not yet. Like I just keep checking the account. Like what every the hell?
0: Email there. Elon. <laughs>
6: really? <You're> like. <laughs>
0: Wait, you, what's the configuration? Dual motor, performance? What what would you get for it? Uh, per,
6: uh, performance, yeah. Oh, dude, you nice. should be one of the first, then. And like like with the, with the recent um, track package, my Model 3 mid-range is not eligible to buy the package because it's, it's for performance only. I was like, you know, I should get a performance in the first place. You know? <laughs> so
0: you're going to trade your, your mid-range in for a Performance 3 as well?
6: Um I'll see, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if if they come with some ludicrous model three, I'll get it.
3: Yeah, that's what I re- yeah. I really want a hundred kilowatt hour model three. Yeah, that's the one on yeah. <laughs> the miles range.
5: Yeah. The track machine. I feel like there's so much room for Tesla to sell these kind of like um like super performance, super high priced cars. Like I was talking to someone that they used to have like 150,000 Model S and X, and they kind of like don't have these super premium, like ludicrous mode, like specked out Model Three for like 85 grand. Like I feel like, just from a money making standpoint, like this is like there's so much on the table. Like and I think when they come out with the plaid Model S mode, like people like soft are just gonna be so OCD and, and need to have it that they're just gonna yeah. sell a ton of them, <laughs> even though it's like this much faster. <laughs> Dude, seriously, I I
0: want that.
3: Yeah, I I think that's a great point because in in sorry, 2019-2018, you really saw Tesla shift to the low cost models. And there was really this this a focus on you know the affordable models. That was you know Tesla's mission that they've been working on for 15 years was to get the cars affordable enough that people could buy them. And there was so much focus on that. And a lot of people started looking at the business and saying, okay, well, you know, they're making these kind of low margin electric vehicles. Is this really, you know, a great business? And now that the pressure of that ramp is kind of lifted, Tesla's really getting back to their roots as a performance brand. Uh, doing things like pla- Plaid, doing things like uh the new roadster with three motors the uh model s with three motors they're going to put it in the model x too doing things like the track upgrades uh for three and you saw people trying this saying you know i didn't think that a three could be a great that an electric vehicle in general could be a great track car and they they're just still defying those expectations like they have since the beginning and that'll be really great for margins as they push on performance but, like you saw a lot of three not a lot of s when Plaid comes out, you're gonna see a lot of sales of the highest range S, not even a hundred thousand over that. And similarly with the tri- three, if you want to buy this three for sixty thousand and then five thousand for the track package, they're gonna make decent margins on that too.
6: I think they came out with the the drift mode, right? They came out with the drift mode, yeah, recently.
0: Yeah, because I was just at the track on Saturday with the version one track mode. You know, getting the car fully sideways. I think I. I was live streaming it. I don't know if you guys saw it, but yeah, about six minutes in, I'm like fully like sliding it. And there's really no uh, adjustment on it. You just got to go with whatever it's doing. But being able to dial that in, especially I think turn by turn would be sweet. Like let's say you could program in a whole lap of the ideal lap. I mean, maybe the car could figure it out with its AI and then it just help you, It'll help you become a better driver as well.
2: Well, it's just the, it's just the next step to what Elon was talking about with the, the roadster and how you're gonna wear some special suit or something with it. You. you remember that? It was like the driving experience was all gonna be. So I'll get get it off the screen and into whatever the Neuralink or whatever they're planning, but something's coming. Wow. With that. That would be, be really cool. Guess. I was thinking too, Gally, You're talking about the hundred fifty thousand dollar buyer. So now I guess they can get what a roadster and a semi. <laughs> is, that, is that their price range?
5: <laughs> I'm hoping the plaid Model S will be like a hundred and fifty grand or something crazy too, though. And Model X, but
3: yeah, I think it'll be at least over a hundred twenty. Hundred twenty to hundred fifty seems like yeah. a safe bet. Because roadster is going to be two hundred k.
5: Right. Well, because it was
0: 140 if you get decked out completely, you know, got every option with a, a, a ludicrous model S or X. I think, it was, well, X was more expensive. I think it was like 140 back in the day. Um, so, yeah, 150 is not far away from that.
3: Now it's hard to get to like $110. Yeah. Prices
0: you know? prices dropped so much. It's such good value yeah. right now for what, 380 something miles now is the, the top range model. 390 S. I thought. 390? $390. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 390. yeah. So we're almost at 400 yeah. So it's gonna be uh, you know, over 400 pretty soon. And for the price, I mean, there's no other EV that compares to that. But we're gonna be saying there's no other gas car eventually.
3: Yeah, these performance ones are actually such a good deal when you compare to the competition in performance.
5: Yeah, like the Roadster is gonna compete with like these like two million dollar supercars, like a McLaren, yeah. in terms of performance. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, Bugatti or something. what? Like, Bugatti, yeah. I feel like Tesla's leaving money on the table. I'm like, charge four hundred grand for the Roadster. Like, come on. Like, let's make some serious money on this. No, like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to buy one. <laughs>
0: yeah, because my Roadster isn't gonna be free. <laughs> I need to be able to buy, afford it. Yeah, yeah. The um, the Roadster, I, I got a little bit of a discount well i got like 40 percent off so i'm still gonna buy it but um yeah that's that's crazy as for the referral prize they don't give you um the option to buy the the, the base model you have to get the the um, founder series which is
5: 250k yeah dude that's gonna be such a collectible car that's gonna be like iconic like
0: yeah uh earl you you i know you were trying to get one before they changed the rules and, you, you know, you got a few referrals there, but you're still going to try to see if you can get one somehow?
2: Uh, my plan is to win one. So, anyway, I'm <laughs> sure I'll be sharing that to me. <laughs> It's like one and whatever. I got it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, they haven't announced any winners yet for Roadster, right? Just Model Y? So
2: yeah.
3: That's Model supposed y. to be every quarter. Oh, my God. How amazing would it be to get that email, that yeah. referral email? Congratulations. You won a free Model Y.
5: Oh, I, I have something to bring up, actually. So go ahead, Gally. Yeah. Um. One, when, one thing we were mentioning, like the safety, I feel like all the other car companies, like they kind of like check the boxes of like, oh, we're four stars in this category, five stars. And like, they've kind of stopped improving yet traffic and road deaths are the number one reason you might die if you're like you're not sick or old it's like a huge i think yeah. it's like thirty thousand number one killer in of US. young people yeah yeah and so but all the car companies have stopped innovating and trying to fix that problem because they just like are like oh we're like five stars but tesla seems like the only company who's actually like trying to make it safer and going above and beyond all from hardware and software and being like how can we actually fix this and i feel like that's kind of like it's this just different mentality that tesla has than ever not anyone else it's like we're just going to keep getting better and like I don't know. I just feel like that's such a big difference, and no other car company seems to actually like really care about safety. They just care about like saying they're as safe as they need to be.
2: That makes so much sense with insurance, with them taking on their own insurance, because if they're going to make safer cars, um, it makes sense that they would want to insure those cars as well. So I think that's a really smart move on their part also i saw in um i don't remember what what it was but there was a list of like the safest cars that just came out did you see that 15 safest cars or something that you can get and there were no teslas <laughs> it's probably all advertisements <laughs> but it's shocking it's just shocking like well don't put in the cars that are the lowest probability of death just you know, exactly
0: well break. from a third-party agency from uh the nhtsa right they when we took the data, the, the number one safest car was a Tesla. And then they, they fought that when Tesla said that, according to your Lowest data. probability of injury. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, then Andrew, they didn't like, like that Tesla said that because they were like, well, you're using our data. We, did, we didn't say that. It was like, but the data says that. So
3: What they said was, you know, we just give the stars. <laughs> you know, we don't, yeah. we don't comment beyond the stars. Five star, <laughs> five star. Oh you know
6: no and we want it, it. to get the stars you know we yeah. can never and have then, a star ever.
3: yeah and then elon was like well it says here that you know this is the lowest probability of injury and they're just kind of like no we don't want people to like look into the numbers and you know try and interpret or whatever we just the stars but i think it's interesting because there's there's definitely an effort to change the narrative on tesla safety. I mean, there's all these great safety features that if people knew about, they'd say, you know, wow, this is really great for me, for my family. This is definitely something I want all my loved ones to be in. But there's a lot of people deliberately pushing out false information to make you think tesla's unsafe, right? So, you know, for example, not having gas is safe. It's not flammable. Uh We talked about the crumple zones, all those aspects of the hardware that just make the EV safer. But, you know, in the media, you see this focus on, you know, EV fires, right? Like people want you to think that if uh, you get an EV, you're going to, you know, your car is just going to catch on fire suddenly while you're driving and you're going to die. Even though the reality is an EV is a lot less likely to catch on fire than a gas, I think it's call, ten right? times as
0: less. Yeah,
3: yeah, and but you see this misrepresentation. And It's well, a similar it's thing with autopilot, right? When there is something you, yep. in the news,
0: it, it's headlines mm-hmm. because it is Tesla, and so they capitalize on Tesla being, mm-hmm. like, you know, this new great company. But when something happens, so they make it seem like it's all the time, but it's just like a one-off. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Omar. Yeah.
3: I mean, you know, that's so true. It doesn't make a headline if it's not a Tesla, right? <laughs> yeah, if it's exactly. just, say, uh, you, know, a, you know, a Porsche or something like that, then nah, it's just normal. You know, gas cars catch yeah. fire all the time. I've gas seen cars two are Ferraris are
4: burn before on the side of the interstates. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just another car.
2: Well, and even the take the Taycan uh, fire. Oh yeah! In the the articles, they had to talk about Tesla.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right.
3: You know, you can't just (laughs) for the clicks.
2: Yeah, they begrudgingly cover it, and it's like, well, but let's talk about this Tesla. Now,
3: my favorite, my favorite thing was the day of the Taycan fire. Elon called Bill Gates underwhelming, he called his conversations with Bill Gates <laughs> underwhelming because of, you know, the, because he bought a Taycan <laughs> and that Taycan story <laughs> that was a big made headlines before the fire. You know, I don't think it would happen that way with Tesla, you know, imagine yeah. that a Tesla catches fire and instead of Tesla catches fire being the headline, the headline is, you know, Bill Gates calls Elon underwhelming. You know, or something like that. It's like someone criticizing Elon would not be a headline. That's just right. every day in Twitter. Right.
0: Literally, multiple times. Yeah. All right. So, should we go around to some closing thoughts?
3: Just on the topic of safety, you know, it really kills me. Like, it just makes my heart hurt when I see people, you know, saying, you know, autopilot's going to kill you or a Tesla's going to kill you. Because I know that's not true. And, you know, I've driven 52,000 miles on autopilot. And this is a technology that, if you're drifting out of your lane, it'll keep you in your lane. If you're about to hit someone, it'll sound an alarm and warn you so you can, you know, not hit that person. Uh, Using computer vision to help drive the car, engineering the car to withstand crashes, they've done so much work. You know, to really make the car safer, it's good for you, it's good for your family, it's good for the people around you. And it's just really sad the way, you know, people have kind of misrepresented some things somehow, you know, the facts about this don't get out. I think if people knew the truth, you know, it would be they would find it really compelling. They wouldn't want to put their uh put their family in anything else. But because, you know, there's kind of this dishonest narrative uh a lot of people are afraid they're afraid of autopilot uh technology that could actually make them safer even if they're driving in manual mode and you know they're afraid of electric vehicles and you know it's really sad i mean people push out a lot of false information to try and help their short bets or whatever but you know when people's lives are on the line and you're pushing people away from a product that you know could potentially save their life that just really kills me like more than anything else. Like, you know, I really do, you know, which makes me sad. <laughs> That's my closing thought.
0: All right. Thanks Omar. You just got to get more referrals, you know, actually in the referral um, information, it says that you, one of the things that says you could save your friend's life by giving them a Tesla, referring them to buy a Tesla <laughs> literally. So yeah, that. and it's, it's true. true. Yeah. I mean, it sounds kind of funny, but you really think about it. Yeah. Do you care your friends to to be in the safest vehicle on the planet, you know? Of course. Or your family members. And and for me it's there's so many things, not just safety, but um of course that relates to that. But there's so much um information that's out there. And it's just a matter of just doing it with like a loving heart and explaining to people that this is this is the truth about Tussle. You know, we this is why we love this product, because it brings us so much joy. And um you know, it's guilt-free. We're, we're doing this in a way that it's, it's, uh, we're not hurting anybody and we're actually doing the opposite. We're protecting, we're we're helping the environment. We're, we're, uh, providing a safer means of transport for our friends and family for ourselves. And uh, that doesn't mean we can go crazy and, you know, drive like a maniac, but (laughs) it just means that we can be in situations, um, you know, when you're out on the road, you can't control anything else. You know, you, you're only just controlling your own driving, but any anything can happen. so you want to be in the safest vehicle possible. you want to be in um, you know the most enjoyable uh, experience because for me I, I drive a lot and and uh, that's important to me. I want to be in the safest, uh, most fun you know car I can possibly be and to me that's a Tesla. There's nothing else like it. there's nothing else as fun. So yeah that's what I tell my friends is and and people I meet they can see the the enthusiasm is is uh, genuine. And just like uh, I took a couple of, of random people with me uh, in the car on the track, just one guy who'd never been in a, a, a Tesla before. And he works uh, in the environment, environmental uh, stuff for Santa Barbara. And he he felt bad driving a gas car. He's like, here, I'm trying to save the environment. And then every day I'm, I'm you know spewing out these uh, greenhouse emissions, these uh, carbon emissions for, from the exhaust of my car. I want to get a Tesla. So he's like, yeah, I want to see if I can get a Tesla, but I also want to take it to the track. So that's why I was getting a, wanted to get a performance car. So I was like, yeah, come and we'll go for a ride and you can experience it. So of course we did a whole session and he loved it. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I think I'm going to get one of these. So I think once people experience it, then they realize what it's all about. It's a no brainer from that on. So it's uh however, whatever persuades people to get a Tesla, knowing that they'll, they'll be in the safest car possible. I mean, that's, they're going to win no matter what. So. That's my closing thoughts.
1: Thanks. That's true, and I think like the closer we get to full self-driving, um, the safer driving in general will become. Like like Omar said, like people think autopilot is like this unsafe, dangerous software, when in fact it saved so many lives, right? And it prevented so many accidents. And uh, I feel like just just like the amount of times when I was driving your car off, and autopilot reacted so much faster than I could have ever reacted just because like the eight cameras the ultrasonic sensors radar sees so much more and sees it so much quicker than i do like i think it's actually like quite dangerous like omar said like when the media is pushing like this narrative of autopilot like, being unsafe they're putting people's lives in danger um because like that will cause people to be like scared of autopilot and then they won't turn it on and they were like oh maybe I die when I turn it on and it's like not true. Um, so maybe they will get an accidents that they wouldn't have been in if they had been on autopilot. And, uh, that's what I think is really both sad and scary. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of really discouraging to see like the media putting profits and clicks over, you know, people's lives because that's what it essentially is, what they're doing. And, um, Yeah, I hope, I wish that would change, but I'm not really optimistic, unfortunately. Um, But I hope that's like why I think we should, you know, keep putting out these positive stories, like telling people about our positive experiences and like try to, you know, (laughs) prevent people being scared of Autopilot, for example. Yeah.
4: Well, and what other company has a billion miles of railroad data that it's looking at all the time? and that it's sending out safety features and enhancements for the car after it's delivered. I think that's a big thing. Did you guys notice that um, Tesla's releasing its um, quarterly, on, since October 2018, quarterly reports on safety and data? I think that's a pretty big thing. So people can go to the site and actually see what's going on and the safety with it.
5: We visualize it on HyperCharts too. And nice. you can like that's see cool. it over time and like, yeah. <laughs>
0: that yeah, that's
5: really a cool nice. website you have, right? HyperCharts. Yeah. And there's a, it's, there's a whole page that's safety for Tesla. And that's, it's exactly, we basically charted the reports that Tesla has that Kristen's talking about. So you can see like over time it getting safer autopilot versus the standard. Like, and it's pretty clear. There's like a big gap between autopilot, like crashes per million miles on autopilot versus the norm, but there is a little bit of discrepancy because highway driving is, um, safer than road driving. So it's not like quite apples to apples, but.
4: But what other car company can do that? I don't, is anybody else monitoring their cars continually like that?
5: Right. And that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, who's actually pushing the envelope on solving this, what it really is a public health crisis of like tens of thousands of people dying. Who's actually trying to fix it? Tesla. And like so much of that is going to be software and like I don't know I, to me that's the thing it's like we need to be pushing the envelope on this and it should be like a whole thing of like we should be investing government resources in fixing this because so many people are dying and like it's causing healthcare bills because everyone ends up in the hospital after a horrible crash but like nobody really cares about that side of it and if you're buying a tesla you're not only making yourself safer but you're making everyone else on the road safer too because the car is less likely to get into a crash so there's so many different levels to this but i don't know i'm my my I'm on the flip side of you guys of like, I was like shedding a tear when Omar and Feb were saying that, but it's like um, the good side is at least we have a company who is attacking this for once and trying to solve it versus the status quo of every car company being like, oh, we have four stars. Who cares? Like, we're just going to stop there. Yeah. Yeah. Because those stars are just a marketing thing. It's not
0: like uh, this is really the safest vehicle. And I think that's what Elon said to us in that, in, in his interview with us is he had said, that you got to make the most compelling product and the best way to do that is through companies, right? I think that you had actually made a comment about that uh, being, you know, this is the most innovative way where the motivation is like, how can we make it better? How can we do it better? So people will want to buy our product, you know, and safety is one aspect of that, but in all aspects, a Tesla is better. <laughs> you know, It's incredible. So Vincent, you got any closing thoughts?
6: Yeah, I think um, I share the same thought with Viv about, I'm, um, actually quite disappointed with the media like you know like the safety and the flood actually is kind of related like they've been talking a lot about how unsafe the <coughs> tesla is but which is not the the true picture of the story you know like and especially for some some headlines talk about like oh there's a tesla china vehicle crash when i click inside it talks about neo it's like (laughs) it's not even related to the headline it's just for for the clicks you know so yeah like the 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 media should give like clear um a clear message like the true story to the audience you know that's what i thought
0: well you do a great job though sharing the the actual real data uh you know response to that so i think that's why elon uh, retweets your stuff and likes a lot of your stuff especially China related because you're saying this is the real this is the real media the real you stuff know? yeah yeah the real story exactly
6: so. yeah and like and like recently I always go to Reddit <laughs> it actually is quite useful you know the Reddit the Tesla Motors chat I was like wow a lot of good info in there too you know it's awesome
0: yeah it's all secondary that the mainstream media I think is is secondary to that now the way that we don't trust the information there anymore. So, so, yeah. Plus we're experienced, we're having a different experience and and we have the knowledge firsthand. So uh, it's almost like they're listening to us and then it's, they, they still get it wrong because they don't understand if they just all get (laughs) Tesla's, they would know. (laughs) Anyway. So what about you Earl? I'm sure you got some closing thoughts.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've talked about this before in some other stories, but um, I, I had almost lost my wife in 2018. She had a basilar aneurysm hemorrhage that was unexpected. Um, She's recovered, but it sure taught me a lot about risk. Mm -hmm. And it really made me think about ways that you can limit your risk. And getting in a car accident is, you know, getting in a car is one of the most dangerous things that you do every single day. Um, And I know that when my family's in my car and I have autopilot on and I have eight cameras and radar and I can see cars through the fog and it's going to turn for me and I'm not exhausted. I'm a better driver. um, I'm not speeding. um, And I know if the worst happens and we are in an accident, it's probably less likely that we're going to be injured compared to another car. So I really feel like I said before, unsettled when my family's in a different car. And that's just how it is. And that comes with experience. Like Omar said, You know, I've driven thousands and thousands of miles on autopilot. And I've had times where a car has hit their brakes, you know, two cars ahead and I couldn't see it. And my car slowed down nice, <laughs> nice and slow because it already saw it. And then the car in front of me jammed on their brakes. Well, What if I was tired at that time? Uh, I had a semi come over in my lane and autopilot just got over to the right with it and got back over when the when, when the semi went back. So things like that really convince you that um this is it's good tech. Of course it's not perfect. Of course you need to pay attention. It's not, you know, fully self-driving. Don't pretend to go to sleep like people do on the <laughs> internet. Um but uh you know, it's um it's here to stay and it's only going to get better with, with the new hardware and new software coming out. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that's really important. So, um, yeah. Well, put your dogs in frunks. <laughs> <laughs> well, <parked. laughs>
0: awesome. Well, it's great to have you all. I, and thank you crew. It was, it was awesome uh, to have everybody and, uh, yeah, can't wait to do the next one. So yeah. Thank you. Peace out. Turbo Tesla. You. All right.
1: Thank you.